Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. Talking everything sports. From the preps. The pass intercepted. Lincoln Cure has it, and there's nobody around. It's going to be a pick six for the sophomore Cure. 10-5, touchdown, Goodland. To the pros. Step back three for Key. Bang! He got it! What a shot! The Blitz is presented by the insurance agency, Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell, the Cowboy Corner Express, and the Farmer State Bank in Oakley. Stop what you're doing and listen. Holmes keeping his feet moving, holding it. Now fires for the end zone. Late caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Justin Watson. Benucci in a design roll. Dumps the ball in the flat. Inside the 10. Inside the 5. Touchdown, Denver. Guess who? That is Jaleel McLaughlin, who scored last week against the Arizona Cardinals. Check swing from Bellinger. He went around. Strike three. Hernandez put a slider in the dirt, and Bellinger couldn't hold his swing. Hernandez picks up the strikeout, and the Royals get the win. Pitch to Charlie is sent deep to right. That's got a chance. Thompson back. It is gone. It's the second level above the Rockies' bullpen. Charlie had one last night, another one today. Rockies on the board. Two to one, Chicago. Good Monday morning, everybody. We're back on the Morning Blitz on this August the 21st. Broadcasting on 1025 UROC, simulcasting AM 730, Fox Sports Tri-State. Of course, also online, nwksradio.net. And the Rocking M app. So glad you're with us here on this Monday morning. A hot start to a very hot week. Temperatures sitting at 73 already here this morning. Uh, at least in Goodland, I know temperature is pretty much around that same exact spot. So, you know, you just know, like when you roll out of bed and you look at the temperature and you're like, you know, it's going to be, it's 73, 72, and you're just waking up and rolling out of bed, you know it's going to be a warm day ahead. You just know that for a fact. On top of the fact that it was a really warm weekend, and trust me, I had a birthday party on Saturday for my son, who turned two years old, and so we had that in our garage, and it was hot. I mean, it was just the way it was going to be. It's a hot, hot deal. Um, hot time of the year. It's the weather is hot, and this week is extremely hot. Temperatures today expected to reach the triple digits in most spots. Uh, we'll see if you're lucky. You might get to 98. But once you get to like 98, 99, isn't it almost the same as 102, 103? Can you really tell the difference on that? So a very warm week ahead uh, when you look at the uh, weather forecast uh, for this week. But once again, glad you're with us here on the Morning Blitz, where we talk sports for an hour here on 1025 Rock and uh, AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Today we'll be uh, continuing our area preview of uh, high school football teams as we're now oh geez, uh, just a little under two weeks away from kicking off the 2023 football season here in Kansas. But uh, we'll be visiting with Rollins County head football coach Aaron Schrommick. He'll be joining us on the phone, visiting with him here on this Monday morning, talking about the Buffaloes. 2023 season outlook. He'll be our guest at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we'll get to a great story in golf and a very interesting story in baseball later on in the program as well with our final segment and the walk-off. So plenty to get to on today's Monday program, but no time to waste as we have our weekend winners and losers to get to here on this Monday. Let's fire it up. There are two kinds of people in this world. There's winners 
And there's losers. Which ones were which this past weekend? I want winners. Loser, you're a loser. It's the weekend's winners and losers on the Morning Blitz. Gonna be a winner, be a winner. As always, thoughts, comments, winners and losers of the weekend. Text them in on our text line, the number 785-899-2222. The number part of the Morning Blitz each and every day. Winner number one of the weekend, we're going to give it to Colby Community College Volleyball, who opened up their season this past Friday and Saturday in Beatrice, Nebraska. Uh, they took on Coffeyville, Western Iowa Tech Community College. They took Kansas City, Kansas Community College, and they took on Southeast Community College out of Beatrice, the host team out of Beatrice, Nebraska, and they went a perfect 4-0. and Did not drop a single set. In a four in a dominant weekend there on the road in Beatrice, Nebraska, they sweep Coffeyville, sweep Western Iowa Tech on Friday, turn around, sweep KCK and Southeast Community College on Saturday. Dominant performance from the Lady Trojans uh, to open up their 2023 season. Dominant performance. Now I take a little bit of this with a grain of salt because last year they opened up the season four and zero as well as they took down. Not the same exact four teams. I know Southeast, I think, was in there. But there were some other new teams that were there. It's hard to get a judge early on in the season how good you're going to be. Because last year, they started off 4-0. and And the way that Colby Community College had been for the previous few years, which had been you know, a, a top-end team in the KJCCC, that you thought, well, they're on their way to having another great year. And last year, after they got through that first tournament, tournament and they started playing league opponents... You really saw that you know they were a younger team and that they weren't on the same level as they showed early on in the season. They weren't playing the same level of competition in non-conference as they were in the conference. And it's not their fault for that. It's just the way it turned out. And so you take a little bit of this 4-0 and start with a bit of a grain of salt. Let's see what happens here in a couple weeks. In fact, on the 30th of August, when they open up the season regular season on the road at one of the best programs in the Jayhawk in Seward County. That's going to be the big thing. So they've got another big tournament coming up here this Friday and Saturday. They've got two games Friday, two games Saturday up in uh, Casper, Wyoming. They'll be playing in the Casper Invite, and so they've got some. They've got a lot of the teams from the Wyoming area. You know, Laramie Community College, Casper College, Western Wyoming, Gillette. They'll play those four teams, and who knows? They may sweep those four teams. Don't know. They may sweep those. They may. They may lose all four. I don't know enough about junior college volleyball and each individual team to know the answer to that question. But those four teams there will provide another chance for them to try to get off to a hot start, and then they will begin conference play, which is a very difficult road. Very difficult road. And the tough part is they'll face the toughest of really the Jayhawk teams for the most part, one of the toughest, one of the most consistent ones in Seward County to kick things off. But But nonetheless, a great start. 4-0 4-0 to begin the season. We'll see if they can continue that great streak here to begin this year. Uh, they were picked to finish fourth in the KJCCC predicted order of finish in the uh, in the west side. So they are picked to finish fourth in the west. And you've got Seward and Hutch and I think Barton ahead of them. So they've got some There's it's it's just an interesting year. We'll see where, where this goes for Colby Community College Volleyball. But once again, a great start to the weekend. A perfect 4-0. That's why they're a winner of the weekend uh, from this past Saturday and Friday. 
Continuing on our weekend winners and losers here on this Monday morning, I want to stick on the topic of volleyball and give a salute to some local area volleyball players. In fact, six of them, as six ladies were given some love by KeishaCover.com as being named as the top 20 high school volleyball players to watch here in the upcoming 2023 season. They do this. They've done this the past few years. Uh, but and, I'm, and by all means, is this not, you know, you know, the word of God by any means. But these young ladies have put together great careers to this point in time and are back again for another season. And so congratulations to Golden Plains' Jordan Fleckenstein, Greeley County's Jaden Mangan and Jaden Stewart, Wheeling Grinnell's Caroline Schrader, uh, Hoxie's Kinley Rogers, and Goodland's Jaxie Michek. Those six ladies right there were named by KeishaCover.com as uh, the top 20 girls to look out for uh, in each respective classes. So they have one for 181, 182, 2A, 3A, so on and so forth. So these are not just the top 20 in the state. This was based upon their classification that they're in. Nonetheless, these ladies were named. And so this was a great show. You know, you've got, like I said, some of these girls are underclassmen. Some of them are seniors. It just depends on where they are. But it's a mix of what players to watch. And pretty much what it says is you guys have done a great job within the last couple of years uh, helping your program succeed. And, uh, and we expect you to do the same again this year. That's kind of what it is. So once again, Golden Plains is Jordan Fleckenstein, Greeley County's Jaden Mangan, and Jaden's Stewart. Caroline Schrader of Wheeling Grinnell, Hoxie's Kinley Rogers, and Goodland's Jaxie Michek, all getting honored by KeishaCover.com as uh, some of the top four in the upcoming 2023 volleyball season. Uh, continuing on our weekend winners and losers, let's get into uh, the winner of more of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs were a winner of the weekend after maybe being a bit of a loser last weekend. Not that they because they lost last week in their first preseason game, but it was how especially the first team looked. Everybody remembers that first drive, you know, kind of just stumbled around and looked good, got stopped on a fourth down. And so it just it didn't look great. And so the Kansas City Chiefs just just didn't have a good impression after last weekend's first preseason game. And, and once again, it's the preseason, and it's the first game. So you don't put a whole lot of stock into it. But it's something for us media people to talk about. But this second week, they looked more like the Chiefs in a 38-10 beatdown of the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals are expected to be a pretty bad team. Let's also remember they beat the Broncos on a last-second field goal in the preseason. Once again, it's the preseason. But the Chiefs routed the Cardinals uh, on Saturday night. Did a really good job. They, the, the first team especially looked more like themselves. Patrick Mahomes played pretty much the entire first quarter, went 10 of 15, 105 yards, a touchdown, looked pretty darn good uh, in that. They were able to get 100 yards rushing in the ball game. Rasheed Rice from SMU had almost 100 yards receiving. Uh, they really had some nice They had some nice showing by, by multiple people uh, for Kansas City. Had nice showings by everybody. They looked good. And they, honestly, in all phases of the ball, because they outgained, they outgained Arizona 504 to 286. Now, that also shows one big point of topic here that, that stands out to me about the Kansas City Chiefs is that they've got amazing depth. That just continues to show. I mean, 
don't get me wrong. If Patrick Mahomes goes down with a season-ending injury, and hopefully that doesn't happen, obviously, but if it were... All the expectations changed for the Chiefs from being a Super Bowl contender to maybe being a hopeful playoff contender. But honestly, they continue to show that they've got plenty of depth at the wide receiver spots, and they've got good quarterback depth. Blaine Gabbert and uh, Shane Bouchelle look great. Bouchelle, I mean, those guys had one incompletion. Gabbert went 7 of 8 for 120 and two touchdowns, while Shane Bouchelle went 10 for 10 for 105. That, to me, was a very—that's that's extremely impressive. Now, once again, it's Arizona. I don't want to put a lot of credit to them, although I didn't think their defense was this bad. But I'm going to still give more credit to Kansas City than take away from, do it because of the fact who they played. So, once again, I, the Chiefs, a winner of the weekend. That first team just looked more like themselves— the backup quarterbacks looked great again. I mean, if they can keep Gabbert and Shane Bouchelle, I mean, they're set. And, and they've looked like guys that are going to lead this offense if for some reason Mahomes goes down with an injury. And honestly, there's good chances of that happening. We've seen Patrick Mahomes get rolled up on, get tackled awkwardly. It's happened before. He's gutted through it. But we've seen almost almost every year where he's gotten banged up and dinged up at some point in time. And they have to rely on a backup to do something. And that looks like not only do they have one reliable backup, but two reliable backups. Albeit it's been in the preseason. But those guys have looked very, very good. So the backup look. And also another tip of the cap to the defense. I mean, the defense, fantastic. Holding an NFL football team to under 300 total yards, 286 to be exact. Now, once again, the Arizona Cardinals are not playing with Kyler Murray. He's dealing with a knee injury since from last year. He won't be back until middle of the season, more than likely. So they're playing with like Colt McCoy and David Blau and Clayton Toon as their quarterbacks. And their rushing attack was led by Clayton Toon, which I don't think that's what you want to do. Toon is not really a great runner, the former Houston quarterback. So the Arizona is kind of limited in what they have, both especially offensively at this point in time. So I don't can't give the Chiefs a whole whole ton of credit saying they slowed down, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets or whatever you want to throw in there. But still to go out there and hold the NFL team to under 300 yards of total offense, pretty good. Even and without Chris Jones as well. So once again, the Chiefs a big winner of the weekend. They took a big step in the right direction it looked like to me. It just it looked like it to me right now. They took a big step in the right direction. Sorry, the, the Chiefs took a big step in the right direction. They looked like it. They've got Patrick Mahomes looked more like itself. The first thing offense looked more like itself. You can you kind of get the sense by some of the comments that you hear from Patrick Mahomes and stuff. You know they're they're having a hard time getting the guys fired up to play in the preseason. You know I think Patrick Mahomes is really really gunning for back to back Super Bowl titles this year, and I think he's having a little bit of trouble kind of getting a few of the other guys to to buy into that at this point in time. I think he'll probably get there when the season gets closer to starting. But nonetheless, a, a good step in the right direction after a questionable start uh, last time out for the Chiefs. Um, and then uh, just kind of a, a quick little quick little winner here. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but the, the Rockies did pick up uh, two wins over this past weekend. The Colorado Rockies uh, were able to take two out of three from the White Sox. Uh, they took the first two games of the series 14 to one, and then they won 11 to five. So the Rockies' offense was humming on all cylinders 
on Friday night and Saturday. Really, really good against White Sox pitching, which the White Sox are pretty much just as bad as the Rockies. You know, around that 50 win mark and 75 plus losses is where both these teams are at. And the Rockies took advantage of that thin air, scored a lot of runs the first two games. And then in the final game of the series on Sunday, the bullpen let them down again. You know, the Rockies had themselves a 5-2 to two lead going into the sixth inning, uh, but a run in the seventh for the White Sox, and then really the eighth inning is where it all fell apart. Seven runs scored in the top of the eighth inning, uh, made it a 10-5 the final. But nonetheless, despite the loss, Rockies take two out of three, from the White Sox, give them credit. The season is over for them, but they continue to try and go out there and and win. Give them some credit. So there's a winner of the weekend. And then I don't really have any big losers. I mean, if you want to throw the Royals in the loser category after beating the Cubs in their first game um, of that uh, series in Chicago, winning 4-3, to they end up losing 6-4 and 4-3 on Saturday and Sunday to lose the series. But but I, I don't look at that as massive loser's deal. The Cubs are playing pretty good baseball. The Royals to get a win on Friday was pretty big. Um, I feel I feel bad for Jordan Lyles. He pitched on Sunday. He went eight innings, five hits, four runs, four earned, one walk, two Ks for Jordan Lyles. So I feel I feel bad for Jordan Lyles. Uh, he's a, he's the first 14 game loser in ma- in the major leagues this year. I mean, it's nothing has gone right for Casey pitching and especially Jordan Lyles. Nothing has gone right for him. So I, I feel bad for Jordan Lyles. Uh, it seems like whenever he's on the mound, the offense is is very lackluster, and or either he's just very very bad. But a bad year for Jordan Lyles and a bad year for the Royals. 40 and 96, and the Royals. Um, the Royals, I think they head it. If they head west, is that right? I think they continue their road trip. They head west out to Oakland, where they will play the A's uh, starting tonight uh, with a series. And so they've got a that's a matchup of the two worst teams in baseball: the Athletics and the Royals meeting there in Oakland, the worst ballpark uh, in Major League Baseball. Might as well just call it the Toilet Bowl. That's what it's kind of looking like right now. All right, uh, there you go. Our weekend winners and losers. Once again, winners of the weekend. A lot of volleyball in it this week. Colby Community College Volleyball getting off to a perfect 4-0 start to open the season there at the Southeast Invite. Six local volleyball players being named to KeishaCovered.com. Top 20 volleyball players to watch here for the 2023 season. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs with a rout of the Arizona Cardinals in their second preseason game, bouncing back after a sluggish performance against the Saints in Week 1. And the Rockies taking two out of three in a dominant fashion against the White Sox, your winners of the weekend, while the Royals, your losers of the weekend here from this past couple of days. All right, let's take our break. and we come back, we will continue our area high school football preview. Aaron Schrammick going to join the show. Rollins County head football coach. Visit with him about the upcoming Buffalo football season next here on the Morning Blitz. 